Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back to Talking Fast. I am Manager Jacob. And we're going to just like dive right into it like we do every week. Jacob, what are you drinking? You know what? Health is still wealth for me. And I think I'm, you've said that three episodes in I didn't in a say it the now. last time, I don't think, but I'm going water today. Just, just water. What water. about you? Uh, well, right before this, I tried the pistachio latte at Starbucks for the first time. Oh, yeah. Okay. How is it? It was really good. I had it with oat milk. I think I'd like to try it with almond. I think oat was a little like too heavy. Mm-hmm. I like to mix in an almond, but it's good. I love pistachios. It's not sweet, which I like. Does it have crumbled pistachios on the top? The one that I had did not. Um, okay. Maybe the the advertisement had it, so maybe. But also it like fits the aesthetic, right? Like I just, green is my personality now apparently, so. Okay, okay. And uh, what are we watching this week, Sarah? What do you got? Oh, I'm trying to get more through more Oscar films this week. So I haven't watched it yet, but next on the list is The Fablemans. I know nothing about that. It's Steven Spielberg. It's essentially him talking about his life. Yes. So uh, like without using his name, uh, he just won the Golden Globe for it for best like film, best drama, and he got best director. So that's my next thing I'm going to be watching. Um, But they've also just announced a bunch of new Netflix shows like about golf and my like sports media self coming out about like the PGA Tour, Drive to Survive is coming back. There's about to be a lot of content to consume and I'm very excited about it. I feel that. I just saw someone's like top series, TV series of the last year and I it overwhelmed me because I think I'd only seen one. But I was I want to dive more into the bear. I haven't I've only seen the first episode, mm. but I hear good things about all of it, and that's I think that's gonna be my next one. He also just won the Golden Globes. So. I know I saw that. 
I think that'd be a good one. I liked them in Shameless as well. That was a good series. I feel like I, there's some, I watch those award shows. I go, oh, I got to watch that. Oh, I got to watch that. And then I just never do because there's too much there's to watch. Much and content. I get overwhelmed and I just end up scrolling for hours being like, what do I watch? I know. And I'm just end- I'm just watching Talking Fast. I'm, I'm <laughs> stuck into it. It's just so you just, entertaining. And, and he, you like isolate just your camera and only watch yourself <laughs> the entire yeah. time. Yeah, right. You love the lights. Okay. So what are you listening to other than this podcast on Ooh, repeat? Other than this podcast, you know, the weather's been a little down lately and mm-hmm. I'm trying to bust myself out of a funk. So I'm listening to some Fred again. Do you know Fred again? Well, you DJ, are going to quickly DJ learn that producer. I only listen to like top 40. If you wanted to like go to some kind of like really hype rave kind of situation, it could be could be the vibe. I went to a rave one time and it was Frosh Week at Toronto Metropolitan University. I don't even think that would be considered a rave. I made a uh, flower crown and I had jewels on my face. It's the only rave I've ever been to. Was so. there foam in, involved? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there wasn't. But I feel like that's like a standard thing. What about you? Okay, so I'm obviously listening to Taylor Swift like I do all the time. But I go through eras. So everyone's always like, what's your favorite Taylor Swift album? What's your favorite song? I go, it depends on my mood. I'm in a reputation era right now. I've been in a reputation era for a while. Really? Like I, when I'm getting pumped walking to work, I'm listening to like, are you are ready, you for, ready it? for it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you ready for it? That's literally what I'm listening to. Uh, I've been in a reputation era for about a year now. What are now. the other tracks? I can't even. That's what, that was car. a while ago. I listen to Getaway Car every day, which is almost concerning because it's about like leaving a relationship, which is, that's not why I listen to it. But it's like, it, if you saw my Spotify rap, you'd be like, why does she listen to Getaway Car so much? I just love the song. Yeah. But I'm in a reputation era right now, so... That's the Taylor Swift. Should I give Midnight's another go? I've only listened once. Yeah, when you were driving away from the studio, blasting it, that was. I know that was kind of the first time. Yes, you need to give it another go. Okay, it's an album that grows on you. It's been a while. Give that a go. (laughs) The first time, I don't even think you know this. The first time this creator popped up on my For You page, she was talking about the grueling hours of being a corporate tax lawyer. Flash forward one year and we're introduced at a Dyson hair straightening event where we had both taken the mornings off of work in order to attend. Not only is she the full-time lawyer, but she's also a full-time content creator whose dedicated audience loves her sarcastic takes, adventures with David, daily vlogs, and of course, her cats, Jojo and Raisin. Whether it is hitting up an open bar at a PR event or begging flight attendants to hold the plane for her on our way to Nashville, I'm so lucky to call this guest a friend please welcome to the show julia aka jules the lawyer you i need to boost your ego a little bit when i put out the request for guests you were the most requested guest yes <laughs> just starting off on a high we boost our guest egos um so thank you for doing this i do really appreciate it uh so first of all most important question which i'm sure most people are wondering how are jojo and raisin doing they're great um i was in office today at work and whenever I'm in office I always ask my fiance to send me daily photo slash video <laughs> updates of the cats and it was like 2 p.m and he hadn't sent one yet and I'm just like babe where's the cat content so. do they like um I mean like I, I didn't really grow up with cats group with dogs do they like come to the door and like when you come home it's like the same type of reaction? yeah they run yeah everyone it's a big excitement oh. for everyone yeah that's like kind of the best feeling like it's, it must suck being away from them but that's kind of the best feeling when an animal like runs up to you and gets so excited if you were gone for two minutes they would do it oh (laughs) (laughs) just leave it they're very needy (laughs) the separation anxiety i love the basket as well oh jojo's basket yeah you're a real you're a a real one i'm a real fan i might ask for an autograph (laughs) (laughs) i'll give it i I did get the honor of meeting that but it was in a context of like a huge party where like 
everyone was like trying to like run after the cats and I did get to spend a little time with Raisin who like came over to me and I was like oh he's such a sweet boy we've been friends for we're coming up on almost a full year of friendship it's a very big deal we'll celebrate we'll I'll get you a cake we'll do the whole thing <laughs> um but I don't think I've ever actually asked you what was the thing that inspired you to pick up your phone and film your first TikTok yeah, so it's actually funny. My first TikTok account wasn't Jules the Lawyer. It was actually Life with JoJo. And it was, it's now, the account's now my Finsta account, but um, that I used to create people that I blocked. Or I blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still post on it? No, it's my Finsta. <laughs> well, I know, but like, you may be saving Jacob's something. old. He doesn't know what a Finsta is. <laughs> I yeah, have a Finsta. Was a program. <laughs> I swear. Uh, no, but it was actually Life with JoJo, and I would post... Um, life from Jojo's perspective, like bath time, playing with his new toys, um, cuddling. Um. Just like daily activities. Yeah. So then I was like, hey, well, Jojo can't be the star. I'm the star. So <laughs> <laughs> so then I started Jules Lawyer. And I think my actual reasons for starting Jules Lawyer were, number one, I wanted to work on my own public speaking um, and just like the art of storytelling. Number two, I wanted to give people the real life version of what being a lawyer actually was because I felt robbed. Like I, in a way, you know, you see what it's on TV, it's like glamorous, it's suits. And then the practice of law is so disconnected from that like Hollywood story of that. So I just wanted to make sure that people knew what they were signing up to before they made this like really big time and financial commitment. And the third reason why I started a TikTok was I genuinely wanted to be famous <laughs> <laughs> which is the best because like people think it's a joke no <laughs> i'm not joking it's literally been since day one yeah. you've been saying that like mm -hmm. i like i remember like early early like you coming up my for you page and like talking about how like you guys just need to make me famous so i don't have to do this anymore like i've been working for like 15 16 hours today which like i mean it's it's different and everyone's law experience is different but i would actually like, i live i live with a lawyer who went and we were dating through the law school experience and that's i bet you nolan would explain it the same way like being robbed of what you think that experience is going to be like um and i for like you were the only one doing it like telling the truth about it so when did you realize that like you had a captivated audience that was engaged with that and you and that content um i think it started to resonate with people pretty early on um just because i was so candid about my experience and i feel like nobody else was talking about it with that level of honesty and maybe looking back I shouldn't have been so honest about it <laughs> maybe it should have been a bit more mysterious um but no I feel like really early on people kind of resonated with that I also feel like people resonated with the way I was kind of filming the content like it was just my life and I wasn't trying to make it glamorous or aesthetic or anything like that and that's why even like a year later when you're not making that type of content anymore like you're not talking about being a lawyer anymore so and the audience is still grown and stayed so because you and i are like the thing that we probably bonded over the most is the fact that we both still have like full-time jobs and then also do this full-time and i think that's why i really lean on you as a friend and so what i was wondering is when did you know that transition of i don't just want to talk about being a lawyer anymore i want to more focus on the lifestyle content and more focus on just me and the people are here for me and not necessarily for that. Was there like a moment? Was it a conscious decision or did it just slowly happen? It was definitely conscious because I got reprimanded at work for my TikTok. So at that point, I was at that point, I decided to just pivot to it only being about my life. Was it a hard decision or was it um, a new challenge for you or like, was it exciting? 
No, I don't even really recall like making the switch con like I it was so long ago too at the <laughs> same time, but no, I didn't find it hard to make the switch. I also found law sometimes it was just I felt like I was complaining all the time mm-hmm. because I was just not satisfied with where I was in my career. Um but and I, it was kind of refreshing to talk about something that wasn't law because a lot of my friends, you know, were in the legal space. I worked, you know, 14, 16 hours a day in law. So it was nice to, you know, talk about something that wasn't law for once. And also show that, like, you're more than just, like, a lawyer. Like, yeah. You have other interests. Yeah. And I was yeah. going to say, too, probably at the same time as your audience is growing and getting bigger, not all of them are going to be, <clears throat> you know, directly interested in law. Anyway, they're more interested as your audience grows in you and your daily life and and uh, your personality, right? Yeah, I think from a business perspective, it was definitely the way to go. Law, it was just such a niche. And, you know, there's only so many times you could talk about the law school admissions process. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, just scroll down, watch it. I made this video two years ago. Just Google it. <laughs> yeah, literally Google it. Don't they even like teach you that? Um, so... Like I said earlier, something we really bond over is like the hecticness of having a, a regular job, a day job. And also um, very often, like you came right from work for this. For me, we've caught Ubers together, running to events after. How do you find balancing um, TikTok Julia with day job Julia? I find it very difficult just because even coming on to this podcast, I was just talking with Naomi, like, who do who am I going to be on this podcast? Am I going to be, you know, Jules the lawyer, the character on TikTok, or am I going to be just Julia or Julia the lawyer? So it's definitely something I find it hard balancing. Um, also, just at work, I think people not look down on influencers, but there's definitely preconceived like notions about who becomes an influencer and what an influencer is and I just don't want anyone to project those preconceived ideas onto me say if I'm representing them as a client or you know my boss to like look down on me in a certain way because I have this like side hustle Mm -hmm. I'm really glad you said that about because I we've never talked about this I feel the exact same way I don't know um, if I get, say, invited onto a podcast, I always ask them, are you asking for producer Sarah? Are you asking because of TikTok Sarah? And obviously, like, we don't do the same job. It's a little different. I work in media as my day job and do media outside. But it is, like, it is different sides of me. One's behind the camera, one's in front. And I never know which version of myself to be presenting. And it's a really tough thing. And, like, especially, like, when you've even developed, like, I mean, there's, like, there's no world in which you post on social media you don't develop some sort of character. It's a version of yourself. It's still you. That doesn't mean it's not authentic. It's literally why I talk about therapy a lot on the show. It's literally why I'm in therapy, though, because it's my first two months of therapy. I was presenting to my therapist as like TikTok Sarah, like very like, like guarded, I think, like not letting everyone fully in. And then as I went through it, and I think it's honestly the same with like friendships, it's the same with everything. It's like, which version of yourself do you present first? We've kind of talked about that before. And you just alluded to it that like, it's not a career, a career that everyone really understands. So you Mm -hmm. feel that you have to be guarded a little bit, right? To like protect the legitimacy that someone might not understand when it comes to being a creator. Well, and you also don't know necessarily like, it's it's kind of like how you're not gonna be friends with everyone you work with you're not gonna be friends with every other creator you meet which is why it's like we talked about it with Naomi as well you don't really know what the relationship is gonna be when you meet someone at an event like when we met at that Dyson event like to be honest like we didn't know we'd become like legitimate friends outside of PR events there was no way to know you honestly kind of float like comments you float like parts of your personality (laughs) 
Julie's laughing because I floated like a comment by her and that's how we like essentially became friends. <laughs> um, but you float things by people and that's how you figure it out. And it's like a weird transition to then like be like, okay, when am I no longer TikTok creator Sarah with these people? When am I just like Sarah myself? And that's why like when you do find like creator friends like I do have with like you and Naomi, it's like really, I, mean, I think it's rare. It's, I mean, I only have you two really that have like <laughs> that I talk to you all the time that we talk to you like we talk every day yeah. and it's it's a weird transition to not um to kind of navigate that world I think and figure out who are the real people you're going to be friends with versus the people that you're just with chasers yeah True. <laughs> do, we, do we name some names? Oh God, Jacob's no. been asking I'm for always tea. here for the tea. Defamation. You know what I mean? I'm keeping yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, she walked in here and was like, I got to be careful about liability. <laughs> no, but I do think it's um, but it's interesting. So, did you ever? What I want to ask you is, when you started getting invited to events and stuff, did you like ever legitimately think you would become friends with any of those people? Because I'll be honest, I didn't. I didn't think I was going to make any friends in this world. I mean, I wanted to. Yeah. I was definitely open and willing um, for friendship. But I think it's hard because when you go to these events, I wasn't really looking at it like a work event because it wasn't my full-time thing. Okay, same. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the full-time creators, they're, they're working. That's their job. It's their mm -hmm. profession. And they're just like motivated differently going to these events. And I just felt kind of disconnected from that. And I didn't really know how to make free friendships in that space yeah I was the same way I didn't know to me it was like oh this is like no different than going to a bar after work mm -hmm. like it felt very like oh, that's what just... it felt it felt like a party I'm like oh free drinks yeah like, like, oh, literally, like, food? like it's <laughs> yeah. just like going to a party where like you didn't have to plan it yeah. You're like oh okay yeah exactly and then I'm like oh right this is like some people the thing I always struggled with was like um and I mean you did it literally today like coming right from work I like my bag would be packed with like makeup and like hair like hair things and I would get ready at work and then run to the event and then I was like why does everyone look so good and I remember these like people have all day to get ready is there a dynamic between the people who have full-time jobs and the people that don't Jacob <laughs> I don't think Jacob. so what are, what are you just say what you want to ask <laughs> no but like you know what I mean do we think we're better than that is that what you're the uh, Naomi's like it. yeah dude <laughs> Naomi's back here and she's just like, yeah, what do you actually think about me? <laughs> no, but it's a dip that kind of leads into the the you know question that I have. And like it's a it's a constant question for you, Sarah. And a question that, you know, I'll pose to you as well is like that isn't the normal thing for a, you know, a quote unquote creator is because that is often the full-time job for someone. A lot of the times someone's not also working a nine to five or a, is they're not in a career that's even extended, you know, beyond nine to five a lot of the time. So how do you balance that? Like balance working nine to five? Yeah, in terms of like workload and, and then doing also just- And making content? Yeah. yeah. You know, I definitely have had to strike a balance because content before when I started, it wasn't full time. It was maybe max like 10 hours a week, which mm -hmm. I found very manageable. But now it's creeping up into probably like 30 hours a week. So it's almost like carrying another full time job. And some days after, you know, working my day job coming, I'm emotionally drained coming home and filming like a silly makeup tutorial for tiktok i don't have the energy to do it yeah and like a creative endeavor is not something that you can i can't force a tiktok video it either comes or it doesn't so i think recently i've been struggling with that especially in my content um because it is hard it's just 
I didn't realize how time consuming content creation was. I thought I was signing up for a get rich quick scheme. I, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I was like, wait, influencers have to work? Like, I'm out of here. And then you see like the 90 email chains back and forth oh of God, like approvals yeah. for a piece of content. And then you're like, oh, wait. That's my favorite thing to when people are like, well, you just post a video and you get paid for it. And I'll like bring up my email and I'll be like, like, I wish. Well, yeah, I wish. <laughs> That's I wish. what I thought. And then you have, crazy. like, the edits to when content doesn't go the way you want it to. And then She's really good about not needing edits, though, because she reads her contracts really well. Are you one one shot and you're good? Jacob's like, I wish. <laughs> no, you know why? You know why we're not? Because we're terrible proofreaders. We're really, okay, both of us collected horrible spellings. If there's, like, a brand and an agency watching this, I we have to apologize. <laughs> it's like a the, PSA. We're so sorry. Yeah, we, we're, we apologize for the errors that will come through sometimes and just, like, very simple words, mm -hmm. too. To go back to the point of, like, balance, I, I struggle with it, too. I think it's a... It's a it's an if you know, you know thing. And that's why it's mm -hmm. nice to have people to like lean on when they actually understand because it's it's a lot. And I like what you said about not forcing the creative because that inherently is like what makes you authentic as a content creator. So if you're forcing it and you're feeling like I need to post this, mm -hmm. that's why I went down. I was posting three videos a day for about a year and a half, um, two years maybe even. And then like last year, I made the conscious decision to be like, I'm just going to post however many feels right because i was like so struck on three that i was then making like random things that i was watch like, me of. go to the bathroom yeah, like, at that <laughs> point, no but at that point it's like literally i'm like yeah. i've talked about my skincare routine 90 million times like at what point what do i talk about now yeah i've never asked you this is being a full-time content creator something you'd ever want to do no yeah i don't think so way. i honestly don't think i could handle the mental aspect of it so i do give credit to full-time influencers it's mm -hmm. not something i can do i think you know my full-time job allows me to separate like just distance myself from my phone for mm -hmm. like eight or nine hours a day i don't think i could be thinking about it 24 7. i've thought about taking a break going back to school i would need to do something kind of like with that nine to five time yeah like have like the still like, like we were talking about the two the two versions it's yeah. like still have that other version of yourself i'm the exact same way um i work in the creative industry so it's like it's, it's a gray area like this is like this people could look at this and be like it's like being an influencer full-time but it's not like it's I, I see these different creative endeavors because I've like produced podcasts and stuff before and other jobs but I'm the same way I would need like a job with like or or, or school or something with structure still um because props to people that like can do it I, I wouldn't I, get out of bed I would sleep in and just chill with my cats and then make a bit because my content it takes about I'm filming little clips during the day but at the end of the night it takes about half an hour to do yeah so like the daily vlog that I try to do daily um but then what else would I do with well, like, my time I was I went to work a class the other day and like I was like, oh, like, oh, like I'm so jealous of the girls that probably like that work from home or like are full-time creators could like go to the gym every day. I was like, I wouldn't do that. Like, I don't know who I'm fooling. I work from home and I don't, that's not happening. <laughs> like, I don't know who I'm fooling thinking I would like inherently change as a human being if I just like suddenly had all the free time. I think I'd be the exact same way. I'd be like, oh, I have more time to sleep in. Mm -hmm. I can just do less. But yeah. yeah. So what I wanted to ask you too is um, you, you alluded to the mental side of it and I really struggle with like allowing like comments to get to me. But what I really admire about you is like you can snap back at a comment better than anybody else I know to the point where you've like defended me in my comments and stuff before, which like 
is like when I knew you were a real one. Like you're <laughs> like, I'm so bad at that. And I wish I was better. What I'll do is I'll literally like do it and then I'll delete it. So I'm like, oh, I feel bad. Like I'm like, I'm so stupid. Like I do it because I like, I get so anxious about it. But like, have you always had that mentality of like, engagement's great haters like get me more famous like I don't care or does it ever like affect you oh I think I would be lying if I said it didn't affect me <laughs> I definitely try to keep the mentality like there's a positive outcome for me even like within mm -hmm. that negative but I don't think it's like one comment that has it destroyed my mental health or anything but it's just on mass every day you're opening the app and somebody's talking about you're too fat, you're too skinny, your voice sounds this way, you make me want to kill myself, like oh my your cat should die, I've gotten death threats. So, you know, all of those things, they do, like, there's no way it couldn't not affect you. Um, and I don't really know how to handle it. I don't know what the Neither. right way to, that's why I just snap back. I love the way you handle it, though. I like, I mean, also what we'll do now, I think, is like, we we have the, we have our group chat which we talk about all the time is like I feel like that's a safe space to like vent mm -hmm. about stuff when it's like this stupid thing or like if if I'm really in my feels and anxiety being like is this true like did this like I was anxious about launching this podcast and you guys brought me a freaking cake and champagne <laughs> and like I know because like, like I've been ranting to you guys all week about like what if no one listens like I've been talking about this for like eight months. Jacob's like, yeah, I've joined the group. Jacob's like, I should be joined to the group. I don't think anyone will listen. Like, really, Sarah? You don't think one person? One person. Maybe four. Maybe four. My mom, my sister. No, they won't even. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's. but I think that's a good point. It's not necessarily the one comment, but it's like the everyday. And so is there any practices that you started? I know the other day you said something about like putting your phone on do not disturb mode. Is that like a new practice for trying to help with it? No, I turn all my notifications off for TikTok, Instagram. I don't have any notifications on. I put my phone on do not disturb just because if I get a notification like an email that's not work related, I'm going to get distracted. Um, so I've been doing that more now. Um, I've started to block people before I wouldn't block anyone. Yeah. Now things have just gotten to a point where I'm like, you know what? I need to protect my peace. This is harassment at this point. So people are getting blocked. But you saying that you go on do not disturb mode actually inspired me because I started using do not disturb a lot more. Even in the past week when you would like mentioned it, I was like, oh, right. That is a function I could mm -hmm. use to like not check my phone every two seconds, which has been really good, which is why if I'm responding to messages late, that's why. But that's okay. I mean, like, yeah, my manager doesn't like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's urgent. I'm like, how urgent? Is it really that urgent? It's, it's never just, really urgent. We'll, we'll just play a little defense, you know? We'll, we'll get back in a couple hours. Yes, exactly. It's never that urgent. Um, what's been a highlight for you of creating content and becoming a even more a famous person. I love that you've always had the famous person mentality, mm -hmm. but becoming like a legitimate, like you could argue famous person over the past two years, what's been like the, what's been a highlight? What's been um, something that's been big for you? Um, so obviously with content creation, you make money. Um, and this past Christmas, I gifted my dad like tickets to go to Italy, <gasps> which was like, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was just kind of working a normal job. Um, and then... For my mom, we got her like a staycation at the Four Seasons. And I just DM'd the Four Seasons and was like, hey, I have this idea. And they set the entire thing up for me. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Oh my God, that's, that's amazing. So yeah, nice. like being able to like give back to like mm -hmm. your family and stuff. Oh, that's the best. I love that. Um, what is a goal for you in content creation specifically for 2023? Or do you not set goals? You just kind of go with the flow? Um, I definitely have broader goals. Um, I don't have like 
but I'm trying to think of one that I would be okay with sharing. I want to grow my following. I feel like I've kind of been like, oh, I don't care about numbers, only community, but I feel like um, I'm almost afraid of failing mm-hmm. and not being able to grow. So that's something that I want to work on in 2023. Just also kind of hard to maybe balance if you also still have the full-time that's... thing as you become more successful in one it's you know gets a little bit tougher yeah I feel like going back to the balancing piece I don't do things it's like I'm zero or a hundred and I feel like I have things worked out in my legal career but with content I feel like I don't have the time to kind of give it my a hundred percent and I feel like in a way I'm you know jack of all trades master of none so that's something I'm struggling with like it's okay to be where you're at you don't necessarily need to be you know, the best of the best of everything. It's like you're in my brain. I feel the, <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Like I, I I beat myself up on days where I'm like, I just, if I have more time, I feel like I could sit down and think of a series or think of like more creative like endeavors, but it's just like, it's just exhaustion. Like I don't have the time. It's like the burning the candle. It's too mm-hmm. end. They're burning the stick. I, I don't know any. You've got some great anything. analogies. Maybe like six different ends. Though. I'm always like close to an analogy, yeah. but I never like actually. The door, the window closes. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> door, an, window, candle. It's an opportunity for us to like trademark some very unique sayings. Then. Yeah, maybe throw it on a t-shirt. Another business endeavor. Okay, so another thing that's happening this year for you is you're getting married. In 2023. Congratulations. Show Thank the you. rock to the camera. It's insane. When I saw him for person for the first time, I was like, oh my God. Good job, David. Um, what's that? What like what feelings come with that? Is it like exciting? So I'm definitely very excited to marry my fiance and you know have that life with him. The wedding stresses me out though, because there's so much to do. Haven't done anything. David, bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> He's his task is the DJ. So. <laughs> are you getting married this year? When are you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. August. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like she's like her eyes are twitching. She's like, don't remind me. <laughs> That's lots of time. There's plenty. There's of so time. much time. There's so much yeah. time. Yeah. I'm just so tired, and then I have to plan that. Um. But no, I'm. I just need to like once I like get actually sit down and start planning it. I'm yeah. sure I'll be like very excited. My brother just got married, and going to his wedding made me very very. Oh, so. I was gonna ask if it like yeah. like made it feel like real. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- you've got the big stuff though. You've got the dresses. Mm-hmm. You've got which like, that's like, y'all are gonna be it's a showstopper. It looks so good. And that you've got the dresses. You've got a place to get married. Mm-hmm. You have a person yeah. to marry. Yeah, that's a big one. As long as you have the legal, like, <laughs> if you get the marriage certificate, all the big stuff is kind of done. You're gonna have food, I assume. Yeah, and the DJ will come so through. David's got the music yeah. on lock. I want to incorporate the cats somehow, but I just don't know how how I'm gonna be able to do it. Do I don't, you ever take them outside? Like, are they like? Yeah, they're leash trained. Um, but the sun, if they're out in the sun, someone has to be applying their sunscreen. No. Oh, yeah. Is there cat sunscreen? Of course. Why wouldn't there be? Well, yeah. you know, could you just use regular? Or is it specific cat sunscreen? Oh, it's I, like, specific for Sphinx. Oh, for Sphinx. Oh, wow. I mean, like, Jacob's free. You need him to apply cat <laughs> you sunscreen. Know what? Aren't you Sarah's assistant? I was going to say, <laughs> I've been I've been known as Sarah's, Sarah's assistant. I could just, like, take on another gig really quick. So for the wedding, I'll... I'll walk down the aisle behind everyone. Oh, applying. okay. You're inserting yourself into her wedding. No, no, no. Now. I'll be. I'll, I'll edit myself out of all the photos and videos, but I'll apply the sunscreen to make sure that everyone's. I was gonna say you might be the only person wishing for like cloud coverage. Yeah, yeah. For your overcast. Yeah. Yeah. Overcast. <laughs> Think of the cap. <laughs> you're able to do it. That'd be really cute, though, if I you know. could. Incorporate.
incorporate them. Or if they could just sit on my... So I have a very long um, train. If they could just sit at the end of my train and as I'm walking, I could pull them. <gasps> yeah. Raisin might weigh me down. But... <laughs> like training starts today, yeah. Raisin. Raisin, you're on a diet. You're on a wedding diet. Oh my God. Wait, that'd be so cute. I was, so where my brain went was especially with like Sphinx, like Sphinx feel very like regal and royal. Like, you know, those like really bougie pillows, like, like ones that have like the tassels and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I could picture them like sitting on one of those. Yeah, like a ring bearer. Yeah, yeah. like a ring bearer. And then somebody like brings them down. Well, I hope to see the cats incorporated to the wedding. Me too. You are going to give some people some advice after this. You're, you're like, legal? I, no legal <laughs> advice. Yeah, don't worry. This is legal information, not advice. Do not rely on it. Consult a lawyer. Exactly. Not me. Who's not me? I read your I read your TikTok bio. No legal advice. I know. We're gonna try and give people some life advice. We're gonna answer some questions right after this. In this portion of the podcast, we answer your questions. So if you follow us on Talking Past Show on Instagram, we always do a call up for questions. You can also submit questions. Or if you're looking for some advice, not legal, just advice in general, uh, you, you can email us at talkingfastshow at gmail.com. You can say anon, please. We're like Dumois over here. So if you want to ask something anonymously, feel free to. But with that, we're going to get into the first question, which I just laughed at when I saw it. I thought it was great. So this question was for you specifically, Jules the lawyer. How are you so iconic yet nonchalant at the same time? Is this a character assessment? I don't know. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. But like that was the question was. And then in the brackets was same to you, Sarah, which I'm like, I don't really. I feel like they were just being polite. <laughs> I feel like they're just being polite, feeling like they had to include me. But how are you so iconic and nonchalant at the same time? I was born that way in the words of Lady Gaga. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Quoting Mother Monster. Mm -hmm. Great way to start. That's good. Okay, next question from voicemail. How And we kind of touched on this a little bit, but how do you uh, have the confidence or how do you have so much confidence, especially on days uh, when you don't feel good about yourself? That's a good question. I think if I started content creation when I was in my earlier 20s, maybe I wouldn't be so confident. Um, but I think that just came with age, experience and learning to, you know, just love myself. I love that. And also just like when you're yeah more sure in like your career and stuff like you're you've been a lawyer for like years now, like, you know, you're smart, you know, you're educated, you know, like all those things about yourself and it comes with time, which is good. Yeah, I don't know how some of these girls start. Me neither. I, the, the girls that are like 22 and I'm like, I don't I was a wreck at 22. Same. Yeah, I'm but, happy I didn't start earlier because who knows what would be like floating around of me on the internet <laughs> to be honest i look at the stuff first of all i look at my eyebrows from even through because i've been doing this for almost three years now i look at my eyebrows even from almost three years ago and i go why did nobody tell me like nobody <laughs> did and there's some embarrassing stuff from even back then the way i spoke and so i'm like couldn't even imagine if it was earlier um this one is if jules could be any other canadian famous person who would you be and why canadian that really limits things. I know. I don't know why they put Canadian. <laughs> some good ones. Pamela Anderson. Oh, Shania Twain. I'd be Shania Twain. Uh, <gasps> That's good. Yeah, I think she she came from you know working class kind of like humble roots. Um, she's pretty unproblematic, and I think she's kind of pioneered a new pathway for women in like a field in between country and rock. So I think she's she's pretty cool. Are you gonna go see her when she comes to Toronto? I would. 
Well, I have an extra That's, ticket if you want to oh, come with yeah, me. Okay. <laughs> Are you inviting me? <laughs> yeah, of course. I have an extra ticket if you want to come with me. Are there, th- are there three? Or <laughs> Maybe we all. <laughs> my my brain just went, for who? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Naomi? I was, I, I, you and know? I was like, oh, the TikTok trio. Yeah, yeah, yeah Naomi, you can come too. Wow. I, my, I, just looked okay. through, I just looked through your soul. I'll, I went, uh, I seriously went, huh? I'll uh, get the car service for you guys, I guess. Who knows? I'll order your, you I'll are order my you assistant after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. That's all of our questions from our voicemail. As a reminder, you can submit on Instagram or through our email. I'm eating my hair right now. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. This is your time to shine. You can look at the camera and tell everyone who you are, where to follow you, and what you're up to. My name is Jules. You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and at YouTube if you want to subscribe. <gasps> I only have 700 subscribers. Um, at Jules the Lawyer. Yep. Great. Are we going to see? <laughs> are, well, you can also plug the cat's Instagram. That's a great one. Uh, Raisin has an Instagram. <laughs> Raisin the Sphinx. JoJo has an Instagram. Um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And, oh, I love that. And what was the Finsta again? Of the, uh... <laughs> the Finsta no longer exists. No longer exists. <laughs> Allegedly, there was a fence up. We don't. It's hearsay. Hearsay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. YouTube, though, in 2023. Yeah, expect YouTube. more YouTube content from Jules the Lawyer. Mm-hmm, Kurt, it, mm-hmm. I said her here first. Scoop. It might not have been first. You've probably talked no, about it already. It's, it's but all over. <laughs> I'm begging people to subscribe. Well, we're going to pretend that this was like my first exclusive that I've ever had. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much for walking. Oh, my God. Walking. My God. I can't speak two be, episodes back to back. I'm like walking walk. slow, talking fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Talking Fast or listening to it. I realized you <laughs> You got this. <laughs> this was me on Tuesday, too. I couldn't <laughs> Okay. Can I do the outro? Go ahead. Okay. Thank you so much for... Wait, what's this called? Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening or watching Talking Fast, depending on where you're coming from. Spotify, YouTube, mm-hmm. YouTube Shorts maybe (laughs) (laughs) like this is jules lawyer telling you to like comment subscribe download and share this podcast okay i'm following up wow i'm clipping that off and just playing that every single week because i can never do the outro thank you so much Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.